Welcome to Coffee with Kim, where I share my love of coffee and my love for the Word of God. I'm so glad you joined me. It is October. Woo! First day of October. Can you feel it? Can you just feel fall in the air um, here in the East Coast? And I'm sure everywhere else we're having our, each town has their own fair. Um, so I got to enjoy that with some friends the other night. But you know, October is just this beautiful time where we're seeing the leaves change and it just feels like there is a change coming, right? So I'm just really excited to read One Day Legacy with you. Um, October, God told me we're going to worship at his feet. And I think it is a much lost form of worship. We're really good at singing. We're really good at clapping our hands. We're really good at big corporate things. But when you look in the word, what did he say was the one thing needed at his feet? <laughs> and it's the one thing we fight the most, right? That we don't want to do because we have so many other things to do. But I'm excited. Um, so for October, we are doing worship at his feet. You become what you behold. That worship is probably the most misused word because we often relate it to music or other things. But on the mountaintop with Moses, God said he heard the sound of singing, not worship. So worship is a posture of my heart in relation to my beautiful Savior. And I want to behold him in worship and a cause to lift me, lift my hands, lift my voice, bow my knees in such a new and different way. And I've said this a couple times, uh, never neglect the ministry at his feet for the ministry on the street. So I went through the word and picked some of my verses that just caused me to tremble at his word, just caused me to pause and just see his face. And that's what this is about this month of October to just pause, see his face. We don't often just stop and think how beautiful he is. That's true worship where I'm just captivated by him, not actually doing anything or playing an instrument, but I'm just captivated by him. And um, until he becomes my everything, I really can do nothing. And this, this is what this month is about as we're coming into a season where, you know, Thanksgiving is coming and Christmas and there's so much going on. We need to be captivated by our Jesus, by his beauty, by his worth. So um, John 14, 6 is our verse for today. If you are, have the paper, hopefully you downloaded it or follow me on Facebook or wherever you are getting it. But today's verse, John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So powerful. This is one of the um, six I am statements that Jesus says, and it's it has three parts to it. So he is saying that Jesus is the way to the Father. He is the truth about the Father, and he is the very life of the Father. <laughs> and he reveals his truth as he gives life to us. Just a powerful, powerful vision. When you stop and think about that, he's not a way or a truth. He is the, the only, the supremacy of God is in this statement that he is my savior. He is the way, the only way, the only way through the cross, the only way through the blood. He is the only way. And he is the truth. Everything he says is true. Everything you do is true. You can only speak truth. It's such a powerful thought that, you know, when I'm struggling for things, I have to go to the word of God because it's the only place that's going to bring me truth. 
You are the way. You are the only way is through you. The only way is through your blood. Your body and your blood create the way for me to be um, restored to my Father God. And I wrote this down. It is only by you, through you, to you, and in you that we have this bloody salvation that cleans and cleanses us. Then everything becomes unto you. We forget, like the verse that says, we have such a great salvation. We have such a great salvation. And we forget that it came through the way, the truth, and the life. And that's how we can be here today because of that, because of who he is. He is the only one. And so as we're pausing today and just reflecting and worshiping at his feet, how do you pray that out, right? How do I take that verse and begin living that verse and begin praying that verse? And so I just, I just start, I'm like, Father God, I, that you become the only way, the only way that I see things, the only way that I do things, the only way that I teach things, the only way that my mind comprehends things. Father, that you are the truth in you is all truth. There is nothing outside of you that is accurate. You are the only thing that is always going to be the truth, the most truthful, and we can trust in you and we, and we can lean on your truth and, and your leadership. And then um, he is the life. We try so hard to find life in so many other areas and he is the only life. I love how he tells us that um, he has water for us to drink that we'll never be thirsty again. But yeah, we're always going to thirst for his water. It's such a beautiful statement. And, and so he has the life. He has, He's the bread of life. He is the only life. And there's so many times, especially now as people are trying to find life um, in so many other places and so many other things. And we have to realize that our only life comes from him. It's it. That's it. You know, you can't find life in drugs or alcohol and you can try and you can't find life even in your spouse or your kids. You can try, but at best you're going to have maybe a good day. Our life comes from him. Why? Because he is life. And I love how he ends, you know, we don't, it's not just because he is the way, the truth and life. It's because he is the way and the truth in life so that we can get to the Father. We often forget Jesus came, shed his blood so that God could see us through the blood of Christ, that we could have relationship back to our dad. This whole thing is to have a relationship back with our dad. Go back to the beginning. Go back to Genesis. Everything was created to have relationship with our Father God. We broke that relationship by our choices. And Jesus comes along and says, I'm going to shed my blood for you so that I can make the choice easy for you. You know, no one else has bled for you. No one else is going to bleed for you. No one else is going to give their life for you like this. And it's such a powerful, beautiful um, verse in the Bible that we can just, it causes you just to like stop right? It causes us just to stop. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So as we are going through this month of October, they're short little verses, but they're powerful verses because they cause you to just worship at his feet. All of a sudden, when I'm seeing him as the way, the truth, and the life, I'm seeing him as the, the slain lamb, the slaughtered lamb in Revelation. I'm also seeing him as the, the God with eyes of, uh, eyes of fire, hair white as wool, feet like bronze. 
the beauty of that. I'm seeing him with, you know, standing on the crystal stream. I'm seeing him, you know, on the cross. I'm seeing him outside of the tomb, all these places. And that that he is the way and the truth and the life is just such a powerful um, place to start your worship for the day. So I hope as you are reading these verses and um, praying these verses and worshiping through these verses, that's what happens. You just, you are starting your day at the feet of Jesus because there's no other place to be. Guys, I'm praying for you. Have a wonderful weekend and I will talk to you again soon. Worship at his feet. Oh, 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 oh,